When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, football fans. You have reached pay dirt. I'm your host, Brandon Harry, a.k.a. B-Dirt, with your host, Pay Saunders. What's good, Pay? What's up, B, man? We are a few days away from the holiday, man. Are, are you uh, are you holding up? Well, we gave a little bit of Christmas money away last week. It's never good. No. Nah, never good. Uh, luckily, I got my shopping done before then. <laughs> so no, no one else has to suffer for for my bad my bad picks and my bad beats. That's good. Luckily for me, I got most of mine done before I blew it all on, <laughs> on the weekend football. But I don't buy anything full price. I I get nothing but sales. So I I, I cut back even. Now I alluded to it last week. And, and I probably shouldn't have. I said, I, I'm not going to come out and say it because I don't want to jinx anything. That's our first losing week. Mm. Week 15 of the NFL. 16, you count week one of, of uh, college. I don't count week zero. That thing's crazy. That's a long run, Pay. That doesn't normally happen in this in this gambling game. They'll build casinos out in Vegas because people win 14, 15 straight weeks. Shout out to you. You carrying us, man. So uh it was it was a I, I'm calling it a three and six week. Um could have been a three and seven week. I did originally have the Eagles. This is one of those things where I should go on for the fans and make a short real quick uh before game time because you start seeing things about Jalen Hurts being under the weather, flew separate from the team, like a lot of speculation that he may have had COVID, yada, yada, yada. Who knows what, what the real truth was there. Either way, it did not make me uh, real confident giving up. Uh, it went from four points to three and a half. That wasn't enough. It had to go to two for me to really be on it. Now, all that said, they covered a three and a half if they just call that pass interference um, when he took the deep shot. Uh, next to last possession with Jalen Hurts took the deep shot there. The defensive back hand in the jersey pulled down and then turns and catches the ball. Ifs and buts, candies and nuts. We'd all have a wonderful Christmas. I think that one's the way that goes. So <laughs> it's the NFL. But it was a good run. It was a good run. Let's get back on the sleigh, if you would. 
Nice. Holiday spirit. <laughs> Holiday spirit. Also, I want to apologize for my UFC fans. Here's another thing. Combat sports are, are crazy to bet. Pay you and I have talked about this off camera before. Because you never really know what happened. Anybody can get caught with one big hit, anything. Da, 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 da. I picked Patty Pemlet and Tony Ferguson to go under two and a half. It is getting ready to be stopped with 30 seconds left to go in the first round. Patty Pemlet has Ferguson on the ground, grounded pound, beaten on him. He survives the first round in the second round. Early in the second round, Pemlin hits him with a kick and uh, severely hurts his foot that may require surgery. Uh, he was tough, toughed it out, and ended up winning the fight. But then most of the fight from then on out, he, uh, you know, kind of went around peppering him with uh, jabs and strikes, but could not get that finish at that point in time. Didn't didn't really try to force the hand after he'd won that first round. So it happens, right? It does. There's two. There's two calls. Two freak. Uh, one one freak call. One freak accident. And, and we're talking about being, you know, five and four. So, yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah, well, I mean, I told everybody to bet Carolina. So, you know, you're not alone in this at all, B. You're not alone in this I at all. Gonna, I was going to let that slide. I wasn't. <laughs> hey, that, I, wasn't, that, you, I, I can't wait to see if you're going to take the under again on Thursday night football. That's a, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> two weeks in a row, you got that thing out, out of the way by halftime. Yikes. Yikes! They had no choice but to fire. People have been talking about fire Brandon Staley for a long time, but I think what a nail in the coffin that was. Jesus Christ! Now, how do you get? Here's what I don't understand. You've got uh, Khalil Mack and um, James Abosa. Uh, well, he's not playing right now, right? He's hurt. Right, right, right. But still, um, I mean, he's James on the field and uh, 42 to nothing at halftime. In the first possession of the second half, the Raiders run a trick play wide receiver pass. Oh, uh-uh. Nope. You, hey, you go ahead. Get my fine money ready if that happens. You're, you're going to see a lot of... Uh, uh, Dirty, dirty play. I'm gonna play to the echo of the whistle. I'm hitting everybody that I can. Keep your head on a swivel. You can't you can't be doing that. A 42, nothing. You got wide receiver throwing touchdown passes. Woo! Gee. Jiminy crickets, man. That that was like watching a homecoming game. <laughs> the way the Raiders just beat on them. And and like you said, they just pulled out. They went to the back of the playbook. So, yeah, let's let's pull. Let's play this one. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, it, it literally it was all these plays they had had all year and never had the opportunity to run. They're like, nah, why not? Let's run it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's <laughs> they can't stop us. <laughs> so, enough about last week. Let's go see if we can get last week back. Get right back yes. in black. Start off with the usual Thursday night football. I think it's a juicy one this week. Mm-hmm. We got the Saints at the Rams. Rams are four-point favorites. The over-under is 46. What are you thinking out there? 
So the Saints are garbage. Let's go ahead and put that out there. The Rams, I've been the last month or so, you've been telling me the Rams might be good. And I'm like, you know, I, I've been, you know, pessimistic on them. Uh, you, but, you, you poo pooed them a little, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, but, you know, they've got Kyron Williams back. I mean, he's a strong runner. Um, the Saints defense is not as good as it has been in seasons past. Their offense is alarmingly bad. And when I say alarmingly, because there's a lot of bad offenses out there and they are right around the bottom of them. Ugh. And like you said, Rams are giving them four. I kind of believe the Rams can beat them by a lot more than four in their own house. Well, here's the way I'm going to look at it. Name a team with a winning record right now that the Saints have beaten. Hmm. Good I'm job. trying to remember everybody on their schedule. <laughs> they haven't. They have not beat a single team that, as right now as it sits, has a winning record. Do the Rams have a winning record? The Rams are back in the playoff. In They're playoff in the hunt. Contention. They're in the hunt. Um, They're in the graphic. There you go. Now, I'm not saying the Rams are a great team. But I'm mm-hmm. saying the Rams are playing much better now and they're getting much healthier now than they have all season. Um trying to pull up their uh are six and seven after their overtime loss to the uh Ravens. It's okay. So now the commander's seven and seven. So they're they're five hundred team. So after they play the Saints, they'll have a winning record. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> I don't see any way they don't win this by at least a touchdown. Um, I, I, I think they're playing better. I think they've got a better running game. I think they've got a better passing game. I think they've got uh, some youngsters on defense that are playing better. And uh, I think I think that the Rams are going to – they're fighting for a playoff spot. I think they're going to win this one. So on a on a different type of football show, I would debate with you the the merits of of discounting a team because they haven't beaten anybody with a running record on their schedule, right? But this is a gambling show. And the odds tell us if you can't do if you haven't done it, you probably won't do it at all, right? The Rams are the closest thing to a winning team as as it sits in front of the Saints right now. If you look at the Saints' schedule, you could make an argument that this is the best team they've played so far. That's crazy. Mm. Detroit. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, they they did lose to Detroit, but they they played a lot of their schedule. Them and the, the Saints and the Buccaneers schedule has been pretty fluffy. True. So, with that said, I would think the trends tell us that they can't beat a team that's worth their salt. And the Rams are get are turning, turning some things around, figuring some things out. They're getting healthy. They've got Cup. They, Cup is trying to get back right. Nakua is still there. Kyron Williams is back. 
and Stafford's back. So all signs point to them being able to handle their business. And that's what we like. We like teams handling their business when we put it out there for them. Stand on that business all 2023. I got you. You talked me into it. Give me the Rams. Minus yeah, four. come with me on these. Now listen, you've talked me into. I've talked you into the Rams. You've talked me back out of the Jaguars. So now I think we're sitting in a better place, both of us. <laughs> All right, Thursday night football in the books. Let's talk college real quick before we get into the rest of the NFL slate because we got some interesting things going on in college with bowl week. The one I'm leaning towards right now, the one I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a unit on here is Oregon State is playing Notre Dame in their bowl game. Okay, Notre Dame's favored by six and a half. Oregon State's quarterbacks already the transfer portal you know this is one of those things where you're talking about death pieces playing each other because of that i i have to believe that notre dame has a much deeper roster than oregon state so i think notre dame goes in takes care of business and wins by more than a touchdown hmm. i can see that notre dame has been a little Underwhelming for me. This is a good team. Uh, I just think because the big uglies and the, the running backs and and the depth there, I think to me, I think they'll be able to pull it out. Okay, I I don't have any reason to disagree with you. Let's go. Let's go, Notre Dame. Let's ha- let's handle that business. Uh, why not? This, this is either a one-unit bet or a parlay filler to me, though. This isn't something I'm riding hard on. I, I, I like no Freaky Friday on that. I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, not getting, I'm not getting heavy on this one. Um, there's some other news out here. Uh, I know you're in Atlanta right now, but uh, originally from Chi-Town. Uh, mm-hmm. So I have to ask you, how the hell did Northwestern make a bowl? That is an excellent question. They should have been prohibited from being in any type of postseason game. Um, I saw Utah at Northwestern and thought that I mm-hmm. accidentally clicked on the basketball link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Northwestern. They came into the season with a lot of turmoil. They had to fire their coach Pat, who had been their best coach in their entire program history. So, them being them being a Bowl eligible is a surprise. Now, it's a, that's an actually, yes, it's actually they're actually been pretty good. They were they were um toilet water last season. I think they only won two games last season, if not, or maybe even less than that. So, as it relates to this game coming up against Utah, they are a six and a half point dog. I'm on a neutral field. I do not have any reason to take. To take Northwestern over Utah. In fact, Utah should be high. The spread should be higher than that. I think Northwestern getting a little Big Ten uh, bias in this one on that money on that line. I'm glad you said that because I I also look at this and I look at Utah as a team with that quarterback's going to probably play. That team's going to play. That team's going to play for its coach. They're a tough-minded team. 
they don't have a lot of people that are uh, going to be jumping portal. They don't have a lot of people that are going to be uh, sitting out because they're going to the league. These are kind of prove-it players, right? They're not first-round right. draft picks, early first-round draft picks. Because of that, I think you're going to get an actual Utah game against an actual Northwestern game for the most part. As much as you are right now in, in the state of college football with all this transfer portal stuff going on. So I like Utah for the same reasons. I think they're a 10-point to 14-point win. Sounds good to me because uh, I'm, still, I'm still struggling with the fact that Northwestern is even bowl eligible. Couldn't believe it. I, when I looked it up, I was like, seven and five? Really? <laughs> Who'd they be? I was like, I don't, I don't remember. Oh, well. Anything you see, anything else you see in college you like or want to want to discuss? Not for Saturday. Um, maybe if we go past. Well, I don't want to go too far since we're talking about Saturday. I did want to say college football. I mean, college basketball. I have a college. I have a college football real quick before we get off of it. I have one I just want to point out because I think it's hilarious. The dumpster fire going on at Duke right now is pretty funny. They're a seven and a half point dog to Troy. Riley Leonard gone, the quarterback gone, coach gone, everybody headed to the door. Yikes. Talk about a complete 180 from where you started. Uh, Yo, I think you, I think I want to hit that. I think I do. That's a terrible, that's a, that's a a fall from grace, man. Yes. You remember going into that Notre Dame game? We were talking how hot they were and could they put a push for the ACC championship? One high ankle sprain later, (laughs) cookie crumbles. That's how to, how how to mighty fall. Well, I don't ever want to say Duke is mighty, but (laughs) they were built. That happens. Yeah. Yeah. They were. Let's hear let's hear your basketball take before we get into well, the NFL. So as a Carolina fan, as a Carolina stan, I don't want to I don't want to leave everybody with their, you know, with a bad taste in their mouth when I said they were gonna win. They were gonna beat Kentucky last 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 weekend. They should have. The refs got us. Um North Carolina plays tonight as we're recording this. They play Arkansas. Um they're three point favorites. They will win that. I know you probably won't hear this by that time, but but when time you hear this, just know that I told you they were gonna take care of business. Uh, I I, I wore the baby. I, I wore the, the uh, baby blue and gray ninety fives today. So shout Ooh. out, shout out. Those are those are some classics. All right, let's uh, let's take a quick break here before we get into the NFL. And uh, and a special little treat we got for you after the NFL talk. And uh, we'll pay some bills right now. Go ahead. Take this moment to like, subscribe, share with a friend. Tell that friend to share with a friend. Keep us going. We appreciate you every week. We get a little more traction, a little more traction. Our listeners are very loyal, and we thank you for it. We'll be right back in one minute. All right, welcome back to Pay Dirt. Your host, Pay Saunders, here with your host, B-Dirt. That'd be me. NFL time. We did touch on Thursday night football. And once again, we got some Saturday football. Mm -hmm. 
finally not taking the under. You're not taking the under? Listen, Is that because you're drinking the Kool-Aid? I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid uh, per se, but when you put up 30 points, over 30 points a game, over 90 points in three games, I'm probably not going to bet an under 37 on your fourth game. I don't I, I, listen, and, and that defense is not playing like it used to, like it was. You got Minka Fitzpatrick out. For those of you who have not come on yet, we are talking about the Bengals at the Steelers, 4:30 Saturday. Uh, the Bengals are favored by two. Minka Fitzpatrick is out. Uh, KZ has been suspended for the remainder of the season, so they have both of their starting safeties out. The standard is the standard, B. Come on. This is the Pittsburgh Steelers here. Jamar Chase is not going to play for us, and I don't know if he'll play the rest of the the remainder of the season, to be honest with you. He has a a sprained shoulder. Uh, For those of you who are not familiar with AC joints, when that pops, the next step by getting hit there is to break your collarbone and have surgery. So I doubt that they want him to do that. I think that's a four- to six-week heal. Um, and then it's all about pain management at that point in time. I suspect that he won't play the remainder of the season, regular season, that is. But that said, uh, Jake Browning completed passes to 11 receivers targets last, last week. So he's not, he's not reliant and just feeding Jamar chase as much. Um, he's spreading the ball around. As a matter of fact, our leading um, reception getter last week was Tanner Hudson with five. I don't understand the Bengals' two-point favorites. The Steelers got a lot going on. Only thing that could happen here is if T.J. Watt wrecks the game single-handedly. I think we figure he's out done a way. that. I know he has, but I think we figure out a way not to have that happen. I'm taking the Bengals in this one minus two. All right, so what a buildup. You gave a lot of information there. Some of it I didn't even know, and I'm going to take some of that information and use it in fantasy to benefit my calls this weekend. I, I was going to start Browning, but I also have um, Kyler Murray. And I was thinking my, my numbers were telling me, go with Kyler. But now you're telling me that Browning can spread the ball around against a defense that's playing, playing bad? He's proven it. He's proven it. I, I, I got to take it. I got to take him. I'm, I'm putting Browning in the game. The one thing you'll want to keep an eye on, look at the weather going into, going into Saturday. We're supposed to have, uh, in, it's supposed to be in the 40s in Pittsburgh and raining, depending on, you know, how sloppy it is. If it's not too sloppy, I think, we're, I think you're golden. All right. So, how I feel about this game. <laughs> if you've been listening to me, I've been telling you that the Steelers do not profile as a good team. They are incredibly coached. That is why they have seven wins as of right now. I don't know the last time the Steelers lost four games in a row, but I've been thinking it was going to bounce back after the first time, after the first loss, when they lost to the Cardinals. I'm like, okay, they yeah, they're going to bounce back and beat up. They're going to they gonna show Bill Belichick a thing or two. They didn't. Like, okay, they lost two straight teams. They lost two straight games of two garbage teams. No way they lose a third. Ooh, 
They did. So now I have to answer, now I have the question. Are they going to bounce back? And now they're playing a division rival, a team that's actually ascending. I don't think that they're bouncing back, bro. I don't think that two and a half looks like free money. And you know what? I'm putting three units on this. Hey, now. I'm putting three on this. I'm I'm taking this. This is easy bread. I want this. I uh, I can't disagree with you. I I'm remiss to not tell you that I've already got five units on it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. It it when it fell from two and a half to two, I was like, yeah, that's good. I'll take that. Oh yeah. The only thing, the it only did. concern I really actually have for this game is DJ Reader's going to miss uh, the rest of the season with a torn quad. Our run defense can be a little porous. Eh, they I, can't run the ball. Yeah, that's they haven't been able to run the ball recently, and I, I really think that you're going to see uh, with that with him out. I think Lou Anarumo will shake things up and bring more people down in the box and force them to beat them with Mitch throwing the ball or with. Kenny's Mason's Mason was announced. (laughs) Mason was announced as a starter, and then Kenny Pickett was limited practice today. So, whoever it is, they're going to force that person to beat them. So, I'm cool. And as if you've been watching the Steel Curtain, um, show (laughs) the last two season and a half, they don't have a quarterback can beat you. Um. So where are you going uh, with your next NFL pick? All right. So I'm going to save my easy winners for last. I'm going to go with the topic here. So the next game that I'm pretty sure about, I got Minnesota at three-point dog playing Detroit for the first time this season. Another division game. Uh, Detroit looked good last week. Detroit needed that win to get off the Shania. They needed they needed to put hands on somebody. However, this is a division game. Minnesota's fighting for their playoff life. Um, it will make it very difficult for Jameer Gibbs, Ava Montgomery to look as good as they did last week. They will make it difficult for Goff to throw five touchdowns against them. Goff had been playing horrendous up until last week. He had been throwing, giving the ball away at a precipitous clip. And the Vikings are a team that's going to force you to make quick decisions. With that being said, they're at home. I think I think this is a uh, field goal to win the game type of game. I got the Vikings. It's plus three right now. I'll be, I'll be more confident if it was a hook attached to this. But I, st- I still take the Vikings plus three. The way I see the game going out, I can I just tie. Worst, 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 worst place. I just tie. This is uh, this is uh, when we get in a bad spot here. This is my next game too. Um, you always talk about water finds its level. The last, uh, well, since coming to Detroit, Jared Goff's thrown eight picks, seven picks. This year, he's already had 10. 
I think he levels out here. I don't think we see the turnover machine going forward. I think he had that, that little hiccup, and that, that's probably behind him now. What I saw last week, I mean, I don't see them as a, as forcing a whole lot of turnovers. Uh, uh, you keep Daniil Hunter at bay, and, and the rest of it pretty much takes care of itself. I like the Lions to go out here and take care of business, and I think the guy that's going to have the biggest – the biggest day is going to be Sam Laporta. I wouldn't be surprised here to see again. If he, I wouldn't be surprised to see two touchdowns out of him. Um, I think he, I think he matches up favorably to them. Um, I think they'll probably roll coverage uh, to Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, maybe Reynolds pops on, or maybe uh, Gibbs may not have a big running day, but I could see him catching the ball out of the backfield. Really, so I might even look at uh, I might even look at some prop bets on that game too. I like the Lions in this game. I think they're going to beat the Vikings by two tutties. Did you know Sam Laporta has the six best odds for offensive rookie of the year? Um, you, you know what's funny? Um, I didn't know that, but I do know that historically. Mm-hmm. Uh, rookie tight ends do not fare very well. Exactly. No, not at a all. A good season out of a rookie tight end is normally 800 yards. Exactly. And Mike Dicka holds the record. I think Sam Laporta is not only that good of a tight end, but right guy, right place, right time. Mm-hmm. Filling in for another ex Hawkeye, TJ Hawkinson, which is going to be on the other side of the ball. Um. So I, 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 and by the way, I think that's where the Vikings could have the most success as well. I think same thing is going to happen on the other side of the ball. I think they're going to roll double coverage over to Justin Jefferson, kind of like the Bengals did. If Addison beats you for a hundred yards, he beat you for a hundred yards. Who cares? We're going to roll, roll double coverage to Jefferson and get physical with uh, T.J. Hawkinson and, and see what happens. So I don't know. There's a reason why Nick Mullins isn't a starter in the NFL. True. I'm not mad at that. Um, I'm I'm, I'm a little shocked at the odds for Sam Laporta for Offensive Rookie of the Year, but uh, oh, yeah. Definitely shocked at some of the names. Obviously, CJ Stroud, Mm -hmm. the runaway favorite. Jameer Gibbs at plus 2,000. Huka Nakua plus 2,000. Here's the one that's going to shock you. Dijon Robinson plus 3,500. Jordan Addison plus 5,000. Sam Laporta plus 7,500. Bijan could have won it if they just gave him the ball. Good ass. But, you know, as you said, right place, right time, right system, right? Yep. It's a curse to go get, get drafted to Atlanta. <laughs> They got some decent pieces, man. That that team could I think that team is one that could turn around next year quickly. Yeah, once they fire their coach. In a weak in a weak division. All right. Speaking of Atlanta, my avoid game of the week. Mm. Indianapolis Colts at the Atlanta Falcons. If anybody thinks they know what's gonna happen in that game, you are incorrect. Those two teams are incredibly unpredictable. 
Uh, mostly, mostly because uh, Gardner Minshew um, and Ritter are just hard. Desmond Ritter. Just wait, hard wait, 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 wait. He's at home. He's at home. I know. Ritter is not playing this week. Oh, who's he's playing been this benched? Week? So, um, Jacoby Brissett? No. No, he's in um, Washington. I found that out yep, last week yep, when they yep, benched Sam right. Howell. <laughs> no, um, um, the uh, the former the former quarterback Tyler Haddock, He's back. He's back as a starter for the Atlanta Falcons. The the rare the rare bench double bench for two quarterbacks in one season. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm still I'm avoiding that one like the plague. It's a one point Atlanta Falcons favorite. I don't know what's going to happen there. I, I I would guess that Pittman's not going to play for the Colts. I, I mean that hit looked pretty bad. I'm guessing he's Zach Boss might be out too. I I, I just can't put money on the Falcons. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. You know, earlier this week this line was at. Oh, about three, I think, for the Falcons. Uh, now, what was it? Three? It's over under 44 and a half. Yeah. So maybe flirt with that. I think I take the Falcons on this one. Minus one. I mean, it's a pick them right there. So That's your money, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> I think I want to take that. I mean, Heineke comes back with a little bit of juice. The Colts are dealing with some injuries at, you know, the premier offensive spots. Um, like you said, Pittman, Zach Moss, a little banged up. They don't know if Jonathan Taylor is going to play. Uh, Minshew, he's he's magical, but he is he is still Minshew. Um, Falcons are home. I kind of, you know what? It's dangerous. I probably should do what you're telling me to do. Just avoid it altogether. But F it. I got to get this money back. Here's the F it yeah. better of the day. <laughs> I gotta get this money back. Give me, give me a Falcons minus one. That's just the win outright. Now, do you like any of the other games on Sunday? Oh, we got the we got the the Cowboys plus one and a half at the Dolphins. That's a that's going to be a heck of a game. I'm half tempted to bet the Dolphins because I think Tyreek comes back and makes a stink, but I'm probably going to leave it alone. Now, the other thing I'm looking at on Sunday is the Packers and the Carolina Panthers. A couple of weeks ago, I told you that the Panthers games almost always go under. Mm-hmm. Green yeah. Bay has been Green Bay has been trash since Watson got hurt. Watson was bailing Jordan Love out as we as we have come to find out. Jordan Love is not ascending. He just doesn't have his favorite wide receiver anymore. And now he does he looks clueless. Watson's still not gonna be playing. This game is 36 and a half. And I think. I think the last last week I took a 36 and a half under. That was the Bears and the and the uh the Browns. They hit 20 what was it? It was 30 It was 37. I it was 37 and a half, that's right. And I took that 37 and there was 38 and a half. I'm sorry. 
It was 38 and a half last week. They hit 37. I'm like, I got that. I got that small win on an otherwise bad week. This week, I'm I'm gonna flirt with the 36 and a half. Let's see how bad these two offenses can get. I don't trust Carolina to score 13 in any given week. Green Bay has looked again very pedestrian. I don't trust them to score 17 in any given week without Watson being out there. This could be another one of those nine to 14 type games. Give me that one. 36 and a half under. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I, uh, I don't really have much else going on here. Uh, until Monday. Now, Monday, the reason why, what do you got going on that day? The reason, the reason why this kind is kind of skanked, kind of skimpy for these picks, because the three, there's there's some three easy ones out there. Three easy ones. I don't know if I like that line, but Buffalo is playing the Chargers on Saturday. Saturday night, uh, the Chargers just got walloped. They Chargers look like a high school team. Um, Philadelphia loses a three in a row. I don't want to poo-poo that, but they're playing the Giants. Kansas City is... They're playing on on Christmas, and they are playing the Vegas Raiders. All three should win. Moneyline parlay? This is a moneyline parlay. You you saw me building it. It's a moneyline parlay. Now, if I've put two units on this parlay in DraftKings, I don't really get anything back. I get a unit I get a unit and a half back. Um, so you know what I'm gonna do? I gotta ju- I gotta make I gotta make the juice worth the squeeze. Okay. I'm gonna take that Cincinnati Bengals. I'm gonna keep my original bet at taking them straight with three units, but I'm also gonna throw that in that parlay too. Juice this up a little bit. There you go. And make that a four legger. So now that so now I'm gonna put one unit on that on that parlay and make it And now that odds have gone to plus 203, I get three units back. Not mad at that. No. I like that one. I like that one. The money line should come through on those. I like those those games. I I do like a Christmas game, though. This is... This is nasty work from the NFL. This is really... This is really treacherous. Why did they put three three games on Christmas? Don't they know another sport dominates the Christmas schedule? Did they forget that? Or are they just like, you know, they're the bullies. They're bullies. I'm telling you, Christmas morning, open some gifts, uh, have a hot chocolate or a mimosa, whatever you're into, have a good time. I'm not going to watch the Raiders and Chiefs. <laughs> not intently, at least. I'm not going to watch the Giants and Eagles. Not intently, at least. But I'm going to watch 818 Ravens at 49ers. Yes. 49ers are favored by five over under 47. Um, Boy, it, they, the Ravens are going to have to clean, clean up some of the stuff they've been doing. 
This is not a game you're going to be able to go in and turn the ball over or have weird three and outs. You're going to have to you're going to have to come out here swinging the whole game. I think the 49ers are hot. I think they're playing better than any team in football. I think at home, Christmas night, I think they make a statement, man. I think they beat the Ravens here pretty handily. I th- I got them winning by 10. I don't have it going handily. I think, you know what? I was saving this for a, a later episode of the homies because the question was going to come up. You know, our, our producer, he... He was going to put me on the spot at some point, and I had this. I had this take teed up. I think San Francisco is the best team in the na- in in the in the league, but I, they are vulnerable once in one area. And I've said it before: if you can get in the alleys confidently and run the ball with some with some with some force, at least you can you can make the San Francisco Niners respect you and. What do the Ravens do better than anything else? Is that is that run the ball in between the tackles? Um, I don't see the Niners beating them handily. I can see the Niners Niners beating them. I did just say they're the best team, top to bottom. I mean, they are a super team, but the Ravens aren't no pushovers. No. The Ravens have it, the it, best. To your to your uh, point here, the Ravens aren't going to get bullied. No, not at all. Not at all. They are going to hit somebody in the mouth early and let you let you know the game is on. The game is on right here, right now. Um, the Ravens have the best pass defense in the league by by far. They are going to make Brock Purdy um, beat them. You know, you're going to have to beat them. You know, no more of the you know, no disrespect to Brock Purdy, no disrespect whatsoever. I do not think he's a system player. I don't think he's a a, a game manager, anything like that. None of the None of the connotations that are negative that you would call a quarterback. But Brock Purdy is propped up by his playmakers. Don't want to. That is that is the honest to God truth. CMC, Debo, George Kittle, they make plays. Brock Purdy puts them in position to make those plays. Yes, but they make plays. Baltimore's going to put make Brock Purdy make plays for himself. And if he can do that, give him the MVP award that day. I don't see it happening. I see this game going being a lot close. In fact, I see this game being a shootout in some respects. A lot of a lot of uh, a lot of running the ball. I see CMC looking good. I see the Ravens with their consortium of running backs. I see them doing it doing their thing as well. I got this game going over. I did all that, uh, I did all that rambling to tell you the game's going over. Um, as far as a winner, uh, I like Ravens plus five. I think this is going to be a two-pointer. See, going into this show, not having spoken about any of this stuff with you, I would have thought, you know, this is going to be the one we disagree on. I, the, the Lions and Vikings, I did not have pegged. <laughs> but I figured you would take the Ravens. I don't see it that way. I, I, I Especially going out to the West Coast. Nah, on Christmas, mm, I'm taking the 49ers. They're gonna, it's gonna be, they, it's they, gonna be fun is, to watch, though. This is my yes, yes, yes. This is my Super Bowl pick, and and we haven't. We should have started the show talking about what we what we're what we're making for Christmas to eat while we're watching these games. 
I'd have told you I got a recipe I saw on Instagram Make your own pizza Steak pizza It's gonna Cannot wait to put that on <laughs> Can't wait to videotape me making that But anyway um, This is gonna be a great game This is my Super Bowl pick for each Each conference Oh my goodness The only thing I'm super confident about Is that that total This is going This is definitely going over 47 The Ravens could win 49ers could win in my in my in my eyes, I don't think it's going to be the margin is going to be that high, but that that total, trust me, over forty seven. All right, I, I I don't I don't dislike that. I don't dislike that. Again, I'm always last minute on over unders. I pay attention to the weather for that stuff sometimes. And, and sometimes you know. Uh, uh, a starting quarterback gets sick and flies out separate from the team. And you got to get away from it. So you got to watch mm-hmm. those kind of things. Um, that that concludes the NFL for us. Uh, but we've got a special nugget for you guys. As Pay alluded to, Christmas is normally ran by a different league. The NFL's going after some NBA airtime here. And uh, my nugget is actually a three-team parlay. Woo! And we'll start off with the Nuggets for my nugget. They're playing the Golden State Warriors. They're five-point favorites. The Golden State Warriors are in complete disarray. I think the dynasty's coming to an end. Mm -hmm. I think they take care of business. A nationally televised game. I think they roll away with this one pretty easily. I got the Nuggets covering that one in the first leg of my parlay. Nice. Christmas parlay would not be complete if you didn't take the reindeers, correct? That's correct. Gotta have the reindeers for Christmas. Gotta have it. We're gonna go to the Milwaukee Bucks. They start the festivities off at noon. Against the Knicks. Milwaukee favored by three. I think Giannis dominates this game. That's if uh, he plays. You know, Giannis and Giannis and his uh his the dynamic duo. Well, I don't know. Do you still call Christmas, Giannis and Chris Middleton the dynamic Christmas, duo? On Christmas they're gonna play. They're gonna play on Christmas. They better. <laughs> they better. Yeah, the only I mean the the Knicks, you know, they 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 have their moments, but I I I think Milwaukee takes care of business here. Who is gonna on Christmas going into Madison Square Garden? That's not the game load management game right there. That's not it. I got Giannis. I got Giannis going in there dominating that game. Okay, I'm not mad at that at all. I'm not mad at that at all. I would take, I would take uh, Milwaukee. I would take both those picks. Um, Denver is way more, is way better than five points than they uh, over the uh, Golden State Warriors. Golden State is, they're not that good. They're not. Yeah, that good I also all. think that's going to be a solo bet for me as well. I mean, the mm-hmm. only way that, that that game stays close is if Steph goes off for fifty plus. I mean, in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, is it possible? Yeah. Is it probable? No. And then the last but not least, 
This is going to be real deep in the eggnog for me. We got a 1030 start. West Coast. Mavericks at the Phoenix Suns. I, unlike one of our cohorts over on the Know-It-Alls and Homies podcast, I don't think Luca's trash. Hmm. Luca pretty good. Wow. Uh, I'm going to take the Mavs plus four. That's a bit of a hot take. Bit of a hot Luka's take. good. That's that's pretty hot. Luka Doncic, good at basketball. Any more analysis? You guys reach out. Come on in for real cutting edge analysis like that. Luka Doncic, good at basketball. <laughs> so I'm looking at the schedule for the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, usually, if they play a back to back, you can go ahead and scratch Chris Middleton out. Um, you might even go ahead and scratch Greek on some days, but. They play today, as we're recording this, Thursday. They have, and they don't play again until the 23rd, Saturday. And then they play, they stay in town and for New York and play them again on Monday. So, no jet lag. And they get to, they get to see the Knicks twice in three days. Huh? I like it. Mm. Mm. I like it. They might rest their players on Saturday night. If they do, if they do rest them, you definitely, you definitely want to make that bet against them on Monday. So I'm going to go a one-unit parlay with a two-unit Nuggets uh, bet to cover this anyway, and that's going to mm-hmm. be my Christmas NBA style. You got anything you want to add to that? So the the Philadelphia 76ers have been the best team in the Eastern Conference. To me, by far, if you just watch, if you just look at strength of schedule, um, like opponents, their point differential, everything, it, JoJo MB continues to get better. He, how do you get better from an MVP season? How do you get better from a a uh, scoring championship two years ago? He just keeps getting better. Tyrese Maxey, he's out of the shadow of James Harden. He is amazing. And for some reason, on Christmas, they got them as a one and a half point dog to Miami. Heat culture. Heat culture. Miami Miami are some bullies. Miami hasn't been amazing. They haven't blown the doors off to me even this season. As a matter of fact, I don't think I don't think they're that good this year. Again, again I've said this before, and they ended up in the in the GD finals. <laughs> but I don't think they, they should be one and a half point favorites over the over the 76. The 76ers are the best team in the Eastern Conference right now. Slightly better than the Boston Celtics. Um Bam Aja, Bam, I'm not gonna try to say his last name. He's been hurt with a hip pointer of some issue over the last couple of weeks. He's he's ramping back up. Bam has always struggled with players bigger than him. He cannot. They don't have a player to defend JoJo. JoJo out of Bayou. If anybody wants to know, that's a deep cut. That for those for those that for those that uh, listen to the pirate ship, that's for you. Um, I can't see it. I got seventy six taking this taking this home. I'm taking them on the. I'm taking. I'm taking the. Um, taking them on that one and a half. This is easy money for me, and. I'm going to compound with everything you said. I think Denver's an easy bet. I think Luka and the Mavericks are an easy bet. 
I want to put two point. I want to put two units on this parlay. Hey now, go ahead, give me give me some money. That's a that's a Christmas gift to yourself. Hey, I like it. Yes, yes, I need it. All right, well, good stuff. Hey, we're back in black this week. Come ride with us again. Fourteen strong weeks. Fifteenth, count that first week of college. We gotta get back in the saddle. Eat it. Go catch my man over here at the the Chi Town Bulletin Board. Uh, what you got? You got an NFC podcast you do too, don't you? Well, that's all on the Bear Claw feed. Um, Bear Claw the NFC, feed, okay. the NFC North Roundtable. Um, as you said right there, the Chi City Bulletin Board. Um, those are two FSSN shows. You can get them on your audio. Also, if you want to check us out on YouTube, you can find us at the Frustrated Chicago Sports Fan. Right there. You got all your clips. That's a great name. And it, it, if you're a Chicago fan, it it, it's, it, it hits you right right where it hurts. Um, yeah. We're, we're all we're everywhere for you. to. You can find the Bear Claw on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. We're all over the place. Check us out. And Friday night, we have the homies and the homies overtime. Come on into the chat room on YouTube. It's going to be a good one. There will be Wait. an ugly sweater party going on. Come get it. That's this week? Oh, I thought it That's was next this week. week. Next All week right. this is on Monday. All right. Let's do it. Yeah, Christmas the 25th, man. It's going to be some good content with this ugly sweater. <laughs> it's going to be some good stuff. It's going to be some good stuff. Come see us. It's going to be a good time. Catch us on Running Through the Jungle. Where we're over there um, overhyping the Bengals after they beat up uh, uh, Minshew and Mullins. Uh, we're not playing any really good quarterbacks right now before we go into the Chiefs. But, hey, we're winning. Check us out. We appreciate you. Again, like like subscribe give us those five star ratings share us with a friend tell that friend to share us with a friend we appreciate you guys rocking with us as always check us out next week when we reach pay dirt 